The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. And my next guest is another fascinating guest. Her name is Joanna Croats. She's the author of Being Equal Doesn't Mean Being the Same, which was recently released at the beginning of the year. Uh, Joanna is an author and a columnist. And her book focuses on why behaving like a girl can help women change their lives and grow their businesses. And it's a provocative book, and it's really interesting, and we are so happy to have her on the program. Welcome, Joanna. Well, I'm delighted to be here, especially this is International Women's Month, and the day is coming up, uh, I think, tomorrow, right? So it's pretty, you know, the stars are aligned. Absolutely. All right, so let's talk about your book. First of all, why did you write it? I know it's a five-part, 15-chapter read. Why did yeah. you write this? I just tossed it off, you know. <laughs> um, I, it's both personal and political, the, the reasons I did it, political in the sense of wanting to be activist about it. But, you know, I had these big deal jobs in magazine publishing, and um, I did pretty well, and I went into media because I wanted to change messaging about women's issues, um, not consciously, but in the back of my head, you know, this means having some say in what the media were doing uh, could change perceptions about women's um, leadership uh, capabilities, because I could see around me that women, this would be in the 80s, women were not being treated in the same way as men, and we don't need to really get into gender bias, clearly it, it was all over. So um, I just didn't feel like the ways that I, that were natural to me in terms of managing and making decisions and creating teams and advancing were recognized. I, I always had a problem with um, the way I did things compared to the way my, my boss is mostly male, of course, asked me to do things. And the more I looked around, the more I felt it was not individual to me, but rather a gender issue, that, that women behave differently and choose different things. I'll give you an example. So yeah. when, when women tend to, they, they're very good at team building, and when women go into corporate uh, kinds of leadership positions, they tend to build bridges. They will facilitate all kinds of deals and uh, problems, negotiations, vendors, suppliers, clients, what have you. And yet this is not the male model for leadership. So they, they put the right thing together at the right time in the right way, step back and watch the sparks or the deals go down. 
And men um, see that somehow as a lack of leadership. They're not pulling the horse, you know. They're not that relentless warrior coming in on the weekend to solve the problem because you have to be the Lone Ranger or you have to be some kind of uh, warrior knight to be a leader. And they don't get a credit for it. And that's despite the fact that a lot of corporate speak says, you know, we're supposed to be teams. Um, I, I don't really see that when it comes to advancing people in corporate life. So that that was the personalized step back. And then as a working journalist, I was a columnist for small business um, features for Microsoft and their uh, big portal, MSN. And I interviewed dozens and dozens of small business owners from startups to, um, tra- to established owners. And increasingly, it became clear to me that women did things one way and men did things in another in just the ways I've been explaining, and, and that's really what the platform right. for the book so, was. So let's talk about what are some of the things we can do as women business owners. I'm a woman business owner. I mean, how can we harness these, you know, inherent or innate female strengths? How can we do this to help us? Give us an example. Well, I think women are very good at uh, listening, and 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 that and that yes. means they're very good at sales. And um, it, so, in in this in this climate, we call it push pull. Men tend to push products out. Women tend to pull clients in, and they will just, they will find out what the client needs. And yet, a lot of times, women think they're supposed to be aggressive about sales. They're supposed to, you know, send that 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 client, you know, out to get, have the product or the service and show it. I think that they should listen to their intuition, listen to their gut, listen to what makes them feel uh, successful, and that's one way to do it. Other ways, of course, are also in managing, that um, women are more collegial, and uh, I'll give you an example of, of uh, a, what I call a girl management tactic. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a woman uh, I profile in my book who's out in Urbana, Illinois. She actually had this huge job at a food service company and ended up quitting because they had really no accommodation for young kids and family, and she had a toddler, which is another whole story. But she founded an IT company, IT services. Uh, it's a very stressful, very on-demand kind of business. And she has about 30 staff, uh, kind of nice growing business. She has every one of her staff appear for a five-minute meeting every day of the week uh, in the morning and everyone stands because they know this is not hangout time. We're doing this fast, and then we're getting to work. And they go around the room, the senior staff do, two or three people, and they ask, are you red light, green light, or yellow light in terms of stress? Mm. Okay. And then anyone who says yellow or red gets some extra time to, you know, meet with the senior staff. Okay, what do you need? Is it resources? Is the client being doing demanding? Are you, is something going on that we can help with? What is it you need? We will help. I just don't see men doing that. When women, uh, when men are leading, if, if staff has stress, it's like, you don't measure up. You can't take, you can't take the heat. You better get out of the kitchen, you know? It's just, um, it seems to me a very short-sighted way to manage. But here's my question. If you're dealing with some very strong bullish men and we can think of some of them that are running for office right now right uh, but one I mean, or two right if you're if you're dealing with that um, and, and men just don't translate that way and they see it as a weakness how do you use that skill that intuitive listening you know empathic skill with a, a male boy basically with a male staffer you mean no the woman yeah, but so you're saying if you're in the leadership position. Right, and you're dealing with someone, and it may be your equal. 
It may okay. not be stuff. You know, I, I, I think, again, you have to trust your intuition. I don't think you're going to persuade every guy at every point. Right. I, don't, I don't think Donald Trump is going to change. Um, one of the things I say is that in this class, okay, so McKinsey and company have just come out with a study in, in about four or five months ago that said that women will not get parity in the CEO suites of corporate America, or corporate world, until the year 3015. It will not happen for 100 years. 100 years. And, in fact, we've slowed. We had a bunch of progress going on in the early 2000s, and we've slowed. And they won't reach the EVP, executive vice president level, the, the, the mm-hmm. one just under that, until the year 2040, unless, of course, that slips. So my point is you, you, I think women should launch a business if they can. Not all women can, but there are all kinds of businesses to launch, you know, kitchen table, home-based, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they will be in charge, and they will run it their way. And then the more that the world sees that women can be leaders, the more the world will change. Yeah, that's so true. So true. And so inspirational, really and truly. But we do have that opportunity, Joanna. I mean, you know, our mothers, I'm writing a book about this. You know, we're not our mothers. Are you? <laughs> Yeah, our mothers weren't doing this. You know, they weren't finding their passion over 50. I mean, our mothers at our age were many times more subservient, being taken care of. And there's, you know, there's something to be said for that, too. But I don't think we had the role models. We're more out there. We're more the pioneers in all of this. Would you agree? Yes, I mean, my mother worked all my young life, um, and she was a pretty good earner, and there was a lot of uh, give and take between, in terms of power and money and uh, choices, but I think that she was uh, not nearly as independent as she should have been and could have been. I think she felt uncomfortable in ways that uh, you and I don't. So even even if you did have the role model of a woman working, you didn't have the role model of a thriving in it. It was somehow... A, an, a, an uncomfortable fit. It wasn't a female thing to do. You had to really fight against that. So absolutely, there's been progress. I mean, there's no question. We have um, women on in every level, at every field, um, working their way up until they, of course, they get to a certain level, like CEO, and we'll see about the presidency. Um, so change is coming. I just think it's glacial. I, I just feel like it's, I, I would have thought in my lifetime I would have seen a great deal more progress. And I see us slipping. I really do. And McKinsey and Company's study shows that to me. So I think it's time not to wait. I think we should just launch. And, and that's what I'm passionate about, that, that women should put on their big girl pants and get out there and do it, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I do have a question for you that I've heard from particularly women who are single in this age group. Now, I've heard dating coaches say things like, well, women are sometimes so strong that they scare men away. And that women should be, you know, when they write their profiles or when they want to meet men, they should talk more about wanting to be with them and want to be part of them and not, not acting so strong like they don't need them. What's your feeling about that, Joanna? Well, I, I, it's interesting because in the last um, few weeks, actually, and obviously I've worked on this book for about, you know, two years and all the years of interviewing before it, so it's not as if it's been new material to me. But just in the last few weeks, because I'm building a speaking platform, going over to England to talk, I've, I've just really been confronting my own fear of trying to say what you know what what is it am, am i afraid of failing am i afraid of not not meeting my expectations am i afraid of not being liked you know 
and I, and I think that's what you need to do. You you remember a few months ago, Jennifer Lawrence uh, was in the press quite a bit because she was talking about being paid less than her co-stars yes. in. Yes. Yeah. And she said she was worried that she wouldn't be liked. Um, that it came down to she didn't want to be seen as a person people you know that 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 her the producers and the and the people who are making the film that she was on, and I think we have to come to terms with that. So yeah, um, all right. Uh, it's tough. It, I think it's harder on women than men because we have a harder road to hoe and we're taught to be uh, compassionate and empathetic and this is the way you get approval and recognition. So I'm struggling and I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, I think, I think we are, but we're still moving ahead. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I am sure. talking to my guest, Joanna Croats. She's the author of Being Equal Doesn't Mean Being the Same. And uh, it's a great book and was just released, and we're going to talk more about this, more about women and how, you know, how gender matters in business performance, how women decision makers can make companies more successful, and we'll just keep talking right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. I'm Patricia Raskin, and we'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation, hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts. We'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show 
Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome back to the Patricia Raskin Show. I'm Patricia Raskin, and my guest I'm very excited about is Joanna Coates. Coates. Is that right, Joanna? That's right. Coates. Rhymes with oats. Okay, Joanna Coates. And her new book is called Being Equal Doesn't Mean Being the Same. This is um, Joanna's... She's written other books beside this book, and she definitely, she's contributed to Fox Small Business Center, MSN Small Business, Oprah Magazine, The New York Times. She's a popular blogger for Huffington Post and Working Mother Magazine, and she really is helping us to give us advice and empowerment for women in leadership and in empowerment, and she's contributed to Redefining Sex and Power and many others as well. And you can get her book at Barnes & Noble and any of the other bookstores. Welcome Amazon, back Amazon.com also. Amazon.com okay. for ebooks and so on. So most people tend okay. to go there. All right. So let, let me ask you about this. Um, let's say we're, you know, we're a woman in business. How can, how can we use that as an advantage in business performance and leadership. I know you said we're more empathetic, we listen more, but give us a little more about that. Right. Um, I, you know, I think there, there are things like women getting women certified, um, which has an advantage, which also is um, something minority uh, owners can do. So whether it's local or municipal, you know, community um, certifi- certification is a long process. It works. It, it takes a lot of effort, but it does get you attention by large corporations if you have a service or a product that you can sell to, say, Dell or um, Amex or uh, Fidelity or some construction company, depending on what you produce. So you can leverage that advantage um, by by becoming certified. Second of all, I think you can partner with um, men and male owners um, to provide a kind of tiered service. So you can go in as a larger company and not just the lone girl, right? So, for instance, if you're a marketing agency and the guy has a company that does financial services or accounting or graphic design, you can put your, you can combine your efforts. Third, I think it's really important for women to show up where the guys are. And there's a tendency for women to hang out with women networks and women business associations and um, all those sort of NABO and, and National Association of Women Business Owners. And that's great because it's peer-to-peer and it's maybe safer, and, but, it, but it's also a comfort level. I think you have to join associations and networking groups that are at least co-ed, if not mostly male, and there you will get information and clients, and you will find people who are funding, because the, the guys are where you get funding. Um, women do not get funding or backing or loans or venture capital very much from other women. It just doesn't happen. Mm. All right. So your so your advice then. What what so what's your advice on this? Even to get out of your comfort zone. I mean, don't don't take don't take no for an answer. For instance, women when the, another thing that happens to women is when they negotiate, they tend to hear no and walk away. Mm-hmm. Men hear no and they hear not yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so women tend to fold more quickly than they should, and that's one thing that happens um, a lot when there's some negotiation, be it with a vendor or with a bank or with um, a client. Um, so I would urge women 
to hold fast. And the way to do that is to walk into any negotiating session with a clear idea of what you want. Don't just say, I want tons of money, have a figure in mind, and walk away eventually if you can't. Hold on to yourself and do not compromise, you know. So, so all these things are about, I, I guess, having strength. I have found if I go in with what I want and just state this is it, you know, I might have to negotiate a little bit, but you're right. I, I find that that's, that's been very helpful to me. It's yeah. doing my homework and, and really knowing, you know, knowing different sides of the issue. Mm-hmm. And being calm. I mean, not getting, you exactly. know, it's very hard. Yeah, it's hard sometimes. And there are a lot of, I mean, the, the book has a ton of profiles um, of women yeah, at all ages. Yeah, about that. Give us an example. Give us a story. Well, there's, a, there's a 15-year-old uh, woman, who launched, teenager, who launched her business at 15 years old. She's now all of 22. Wow. And, yeah, and she's actually up in your neck of the woods in Rhode Island. So it's called Ava Anderson. Non-profit. I know Ava. I know them. I know there them very well. I've interviewed them on my show here in Rhode Island. I figured that because of the locale, so that's partly why I, what I, why I brought it up. I mean, she's extraordinary, right? She she saw a report about teenagers having toxic chemicals in their bloodstream, and it made her indignant and upset, and she started researching what was required uh, to change that, and she ended up launching this company for, with pure products that is now growing into a multi-million dollar national company. She also tried to go down to Washington, as you probably know, to testify for a law um, that would have the FDA gain more oversight for these products, but it didn't even get to the floor. There was a lot of uh, lobbyists who had something to say about that. So, so, so that's one end of the spectrum. I also have... Um, Stories about women who were in their 60s who, who launched. And, and uh, actually, people over the age of 55 are launching faster than people who are age 25 in this country. Um, so it's about uh, really, I think, taking the leap. And that's what I'm urging women to do. All right. Your closing thoughts. Well, how would you like to leave our listeners with? What's the message in your book, Being Equal Doesn't Mean Being the Same? Well, the message is don't, don't accept the status quo if you're not happy. Women who have launched their own business at whatever level it is, and I talk about the Goldilocks syndrome, which is launching the right size business. You know, it doesn't have to be um, Zuckerberg's Facebook. It doesn't have to be multi-billion dollars. It has to be a business you care about and makes you happy. And so many studies have shown that it's, then when women are running their own companies, especially when they leave corporate corridors and mid-level kinds of managing positions, they become so much more satisfied and happy. And that's I'm interested in that and, and, and advocating for that and also for women being leaders and taking that leap and f- fulfilling what their capabilities and their heart wants them to do. Okay. How can people get your book again, Joanna? Thank you. Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble, BN.com or a local bookshop uh, anywhere in the country. might take a day to get there to order, if you order it in the bookshop, but if it's Amazon.com, it gets right to you. Okay. And can people write to you through your website? Oh, for sure. So it's womensplaybook.com, and there's a newsletter that I send out every couple of weeks, and there's obviously a place to send me an email. I'd love to hear from people who... All right. So we're going to stay on the line for a minute. Thank you so much for being on the program. Well, my pleasure. All right. right. Joanna Croats, and her book is Being Equal Doesn't Mean Being the Same, and womansplaybook.com. 
All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Show right here on Voice America. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Write to me, Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com, and I'll put you on my newsletter list. Okay, have a great week. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. We'll be right back.